Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Patrick Heron, who runs groups, masterminds, and courses to help YouTube creators with 10,000 subscribers or more to turn their channel into a full-time income source. Hey, fantastic. Patrick, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. Thanks for, you. Thanks for having me here. Oh, you're so, so welcome. Can you expand a bit more on you know, where you are with your business today and the kind of people that you love working with? Absolutely. R- right now, I'm working both high-ticket and low-ticket offers. Uh, my biggest and most fun offer, I have to say, is my group mastermind, where I get people to join me on Zoom every day, where we work in one area of their channel, including monetization and including personal development. So when, uh, when your clients come to you, what, what, are their, what are their biggest desires? What are their needs? What are they, what are they asking for? Uh, that's great. Well, it, it does seem like in the beginning, their primary intention seems to be related to their channel growth. They care about getting thousands of views, more subscribers. But then when they are in, when we get deeper into you know, the real motivation, some of the reasons that I've heard that I, you know, are probably my favorite is that they want to become the best at what they're at. Whatever niche, whatever passion they chose for the channel, that's what they want to become the best at. Mm-hmm. And some other motivations that I've heard, reasons why people come to me, is to make an impact. They do care about other people and they want to you know, share the message and somehow you know, be a person who can influence them make a difference in the world, make an impact. So how do you help them to, to make that impact, to get themselves out there? What is it? Well, the biggest solution is the most straightforward one, and that is the strategy. I developed a framework that, that I call the eight strategies to unleash your creativity and YouTube channel growth. And what that helps them is to take elevate the quality of their videos, ensuring that it's targeting the specific niche, that they are unique. This uniqueness aspect is something that I really put a lot of emphasis on because that's where most people fail. Most people post their videos and they do the research and they end up creating something very generic, something Mm. that has been seen a lot of times. And when it comes to YouTube, uniqueness is, is a must. You really want to break the patterns, come out with something that hasn't been done before to attract people onto your work. And that's how you become competitive. And that's 
why you can, anybody with the right skills, with the right guidance can make it, can break it on YouTube. So is it is it personal skills? Is it uh, technical skills? Is it equipment? What is it that starts to set those people apart so they can get what they what they truly want? I like to say that what I give them is what I like to call the perfect video structure. A YouTube video, a successful YouTube video has a specific structure that makes, causes people to pay attention to it. So you capture their attention with a good title and thumbnail. And you capture their attention again, as soon as they play, the video starts playing, and then they continually provide value throughout the video. And one last thing that uh, most uh, coaches are not doing, and probably over 90% of YouTubers are not doing, is to ensure they have what I call a memorable end. Mm-hmm. Give what, what happens in most uh, YouTube videos, we give the value and they say, if you enjoyed it, subscribe. And that's almost like giving people the lead to leave the video. But what I do is take the, the final moments to hook them again and throw some, something at, at them that will help them, that will help the viewer not only continue watching, but also remember it. Mm. At the end of the day, when it comes to attention, and this is a marketing concept, your people are going to remember the last moment more than any, any other. So if you exploit that, you can boost your watch time, your views, and your promotion or organically. Nice. Awesome. So how's, how's your journey been? So obviously you're, you're fresh this, you're new, you're still building your business. So yeah. how, how is it right now as you're continuing to, to grow and produce these masterminds and produce new courses and tweak your offer to better serve your clients? What's it like for you? Um, can you uh, reiterate like my journey or what I'm, where I am right now? What, what was the question exactly? Yeah, tell me, tell me what it's like right now. What is it like for you as a business owner right now? As your, you're not your legacy story. I want to talk about right now what you're going through <laughs> right. because you're still at the verge of, still not quite launched fully as a full time of this. This is still your passion project. Yes. So there's a uh, similarity between your clients and yourself. So how has it been for you over the last you know, months, year as you've been growing what you have right now well i have to say that i learned a ton and there was so much that i didn't know that i didn't know (laughs) so that's exciting really exciting part about the journey i'm learning constantly the next thing is the harder parts i do everything by myself which most people find impossible (laughs) Mm -hmm. i built a i I build i make videos I am active on social media. I have a Facebook group. I also go live every week to engage with my audience. And some of the other things is deliver the the actual service. So I live work and then I reach home after dinner. I I connect every week. I log into Zoom. uh, And sometimes I even have two sessions. And if there is somebody who wants like a one-off call i also have those goals everything after work mm. <laughs> so i have to really this, manage this is the pre-work that you're you're still with your full-time job then you switch off and then you come into the passion project so and you're a one-man band trying to do everything all by yourself oh my gosh the solopreneur <laughs> it's it's a tough <laughs> world to wear every single hat to have every single thing to do so what's 
I know you say that you enjoy this. It's also very, very time consuming. Right. What's the what's the plan? What do you, what do you want to see happen in the near future? Well, I want to make sure that how can I put it? Honestly, I want to live my job as soon as possible. <laughs> That's the main thing. It's really draining a lot of my time. Mm. Uh, also in winter, you don't even have the good lighting at that time either. <laughs> so one good solution, the virtual background. I also like to turn lights around to, mm. to have a lit space. But yeah, that, that would be the main thing. You know, living my job as soon as I can. I'm willing to take risks too. I, I've gone through you know, the worst uh, financial crisis I in since I've been an entrepreneur, I when I filed three bankruptcy two times, uh-huh. and that's essentially because my f- day job pays so-so, but I always invest a ton in my business, mm-hmm. <laughs> courses, software, training, uh, coaching, and it is, yeah, it's it's super difficult. It feels like nothing works. And sometimes you hear the same thing over and over and you just don't get why it doesn't work. Right. So you've, that- got, you've gone through all the courses, you've done all the programs, you've invested in yourself, in your business. And right now you're at the point where you're trying, I mean, we, we were chatting offline about all the different strategies that you've been doing mm-hmm. and the lead generation with cold outreach, organic, being in groups. It's, it's exhausting, this lead generation, this the flow of clients into a business. It's, it can be tough. And your words, you said it's, fucking draining it was so <laughs> draining for you so crumbs you've been through a lot but you are continuing to invest in yourself you have this you have the knowledge you have the wisdom you're building something that no one else can take away from you so what is it that's stopping you from taking that leap and being all in on the passion project that you want to be doing i'd like to share something that i think is going to be very helpful for everyone listening and that is the difference between being consistent and changing your changing your direction when it's needed. Mm. When you talk to to certain people, you know, I, I have a circle of coaches, and I always talk to them. And it, uh, this one is also almost not not even helping anymore. And I say, what's the problem here? Is it that I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do? Is it that I'm talking to the wrong people? Is it that what I'm doing so, so consistently is about to pay off and I just have to keep going and then I just don't get it. And then I think what would have helped me a lot in this journey is to have a person who would see the whole picture of mm. what I'm going through. So the, 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 the short time that I had in one-on-one coaches, uh, they all, they laid out, the, they, they all tend to lay out the map for me and say, yeah. okay, do one step, then the other, then the other, then the other. I'll be there to help you. We're going to get it done. And we do get it done, but then it does work. It looks like there was something bigger that we didn't take care of. Oh, so whatever solution you laid down, whatever help you got, there was another challenge that came along. There was something that was missing. I was like, cool, I built this, but it's not working. <laughs> yeah. And then you need the, you need the person Honestly, I'm the best person. I usually make big changes after receiving some kind of insight. Yeah. 
is not a person who's really giving me the right advice at the right time. It's more like that. Unless you consider, you know, books, uh, coaches. Mm. <laughs> it, when I had this realization about my target audience, that was when I was reading uh, the Dotcom Secrets book by Russell Brunson. Mm. That was the most recent, the probably biggest insight I had about my business. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's and so- what I love about it, your journey, I mean, we, we obviously we scoped you out before you jumped on the podcast and to see you sharing in real time the things that you're learning, see you sharing what your where your insights are coming from it really is as you grow so it's not only can you help your customers to be able to do what they say they want to do but being vulnerable and honest saying yeah here's here's where it's coming from here's where i'm learning here's my realization oh my gosh so you're actually taking people with you on your journey i mean some of your clients might be in the same boat that you're in not quite where you want to be but oh my gosh you're you're getting there you're doing everything that you can that i think is a beautiful journey and a way of, of, of sharing authentically. Mm, yes, absolutely. And that brings me to another point. I did some kind of cheat in my in my group mastermind program, which is that I'm actually I'm actually involved in this this my my clients in mm. the process of growing together. My whole premise was that I wanted to launch my own channel say, okay, let's say that I'm at least in the game. I have to make videos just like my clients. Mm. And then I said, how, where am I going to find the time, the consistency, the inspiration to, to get this done? And then when I came up with the idea of the mastermind, we said, it's them. I'm going to invite them every day to hold each other accountable. Mm. It's like a secret. It's a, it's a secret on top of a secret where I'm- Oh, you, you create your YouTube cult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. And how's that been working out? Uh, it's working out well. I'm very pleased with the people I work with. Uh, I've made a lot of progress with my channel. And I don't mind when it comes to YouTube. YouTube is creative work. And mm. I think entrepreneurship in general probably is as well. And you can't just say, I'm just going to listen to the person who's got it all figured out. I openly say say to my clients, do you have good feedback from my videos? Go give it. We can all learn from each other. Obviously, there has to be some kind of authority involved, and there is. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I say, why would I not listen to a creative person who's doing what I'm doing? And getting that real-time feedback, I think, is, is crucial. So talking of real-time feedback, you, the business owner, you, the business owner, how do you manage this the roller coaster that is time consuming, sales not quite where they're supposed to be? You can't quite take that leap yet. How are you managing yourself in this interim period before you make that jump to go full time? One thing that I've, that's been extremely helpful is to have some kind of system that makes you invincible, <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> what is that for you? So, uh, well, I do I do personal development practices every day, and I, I work on my mindset. I do meditation, and I let go of my emotions, and constant, constant. Mm. Every time I got a this almost magic question from a book that I read called "The Presence Process," 
by Michael Brown. And that's probably the best personal development book I ever read. And every time you are upset, something upsets you, you ask this question. How is this triggering event impacting, impacting me on the level of felt perception? Felt perception is your emotions. Mm-hmm. It's not the mind or the body. It's actually the emotions who have their own perceptual system, which I ignored from, for a long time. And when that happens, it's like you're calling maybe your inside, maybe your higher self to make you process the emotions. Mm. So let's put that into your business right now. How are you applying and using this to be able to get to the place that you know you want to get to? This being your, your full-time business. One of the bigger things that's helping me with is criticism. <laughs> when I see, honestly, it's so vivid. When I mm. see somebody who's, uh, you know, asking me a question that I don't want to hear or saying that, that I'm not qualified to do what I do, I feel like some kind of, I have some kind of sensation on my back that is, it's like stress. And it feels like all of a sudden something gets tense. Mm. <laughs> and those are some of the moments where I do that. When I say, okay, I have to let go. I ask the question and then I keep, I keep going. And then over time, I just say, well, there is nothing really harmful about those moments. Mm. And yesterday I had a situation where I, had, I was in a coaching session with a client. And honestly, we're a little bit stuck. We're trying to build a website. And it looks like the app we were using was not really great, not too flexible, rigid templates, very hard to play with. And we, we got stuck. And honestly, I would have wished to have gone way further than we did. Then, you know, I left the call and I was feeling bad about myself. I said, I, I did something wrong. I don't know what it was, but things didn't turn out the way they were supposed to. And that was the moment again when I asked the question, I said, okay, you know, it's time to let it go. And honestly, most sessions are wonderful. And no session is a waste of time, really. Because worst case scenario, you learn something. Then I'm sure that it's impossible to completely screw up. (laughs) Uh, The next thing is that you're going to have way a lot more sessions. After. (laughs) Absolutely. There's always more to learn from and press forward. So as we sort of wrap up this, this interview, what's... What is it that's holding you back from making that step? What is it right now? Because you're talking all the right talk. You say you've got all the right systems in place. You have this beautiful mindset and you have this positive outlook and you know why you're doing it and you're putting so much time in. So what's, what's actually stopping you? What is stopping you? I think I have a hard time making enough offers talking to people and say this is the offer this is what this is what you can get from working with me and actually you know talk to all the people that i need to talk yeah yeah and say okay this is this is what i get you know take it or leave it and if they don't take it you know just keep going and that's hard because on one hand it takes a lot of work just to get people on the phone and on the other, it's like, and I'm super conscious about this. You build, you, you turn the rejections into a story. And then you say, people can't afford me. 
People can't appreciate it. People can't mm. see the value. They're not ready. And then, you know, over time I said, okay, this is not, this is not fun. I'm doing so much marketing. I'm not even coaching people. And then I stopped doing it. <laughs> yeah. And there, there it is. There is the solopreneur. You're, you <laughs> want a business so you can coach people to help people. As a solopreneur, you need to do the sales and the marketing and the accounting and the cleaning and all the stuff that comes <laughs> with it. So the job you want to do is on the other side of the marketing, the offers. But right now, it's not a job. You are trying to build a business, which means you have to wear all these hats. You have to be the marketer. You have to be the salesperson. You have to be the fulfillment, all these things. So I think once, maybe once you can find the joy in the marketing, find the joy in the sales, understand the point is, yeah, to make offers. The more offers you make, the more revenue you have, the more people you've helped, the more chance you have of being able to leave your job to do the thing you want to do. If you're not making offers, you're not moving forward. So you're hiding behind something, some fear, some doubt. And if you're good at what you do, it's a waste to let it sit there. That's it. Hey, Patrick, this has been fun to hear, hear your journey as it, oh, you're so new to this, so fresh and so eager. And it's beautiful to hear that you're a few steps away from fulfilling your dream so thank you so much for sharing your journey and everything that you do you're most welcome it's been a pleasure thank you for all the questions for always the positive outlook on everything you're welcome yeah. Look, if people want to find out more about about you and what you do where can they find you i have two great resources you can find my youtube channel called youtube growth connection or my handle is at patrick heron youtube and my second place is my Facebook group called YouTube Growth Workshops, which is only dedicated for people who want to turn their channels into a career. So no hobbyists allowed. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, Patrick, thank you so much for sharing. If anyone's curious, go check that out. Um, and yeah, thank you for, for being with us today. You're most welcome. It was uh, great to be here. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. <laughs>